0: This is Cher. Thank you for joining me this week on this episode of Deliberately Unbound, where each episode explores what it means to me, and hopefully could mean to you, to live a life free from, unbound from, fear, blame, shame, and victimization that sexual assault and domestic violence brings to our lives. Let's listen. Motives are never as simple as we believe, no matter our backstory, how old, or who we are. There's always more to understand. For example, the atmosphere in my home lately could best be described as borderline insanity. And what appeared to start as a need for improvement in communication Turned into a mystery that I needed to solve. So, in this mystery, here's the characters. A youth with emotional dysregulation from unaddressed trauma is simultaneously experiencing the roller coaster of puberty. Well, he lives with his grandmother, who, oh, well, she's done the inner work of her trauma and mostly has her ducks in a row. Okay, the story of this mystery. She's not understanding her grandson's increasingly intense behaviors and complaints of stop controlling me in response to any form of question or assistance. The tension between them escalates to violent levels and intervention is becoming regularly necessary. So here's the opening of the mystery. Having checked, all the areas I could think of in communication, boundaries, actions, limits, making space, and more, I knew it was time to dig deep and unlock the mystery of what was creating the divide between us and his feelings of being controlled. Hmm. Well, my life-detecting skills produced a few hard truths to face when I realized I had been inadvertently micromanaging and applying pressure by what seemed a simple request to me, but it caused my tween to resist my efforts to assist him even more. Well, this simple phrase, let me know what you decide has been creating too much chaos for his already inside out thoughts now the prospect of answering a question he believed he couldn't answer was just too painful for him with each question or phrase he more than likely reasons that he could try to answer with a choice or decision but also believing that I was asking him to decide on his next step by choosing what he thought I wanted to hear. He wanted to give the right answer. My challenge was focusing on what I wanted for him, not what was best for him. Now I understand at this point why any of my questions have recently been met with huffs and sighs and dramatic eye rolls and anger, frustration or shutting down he's been struggling with identifying what he is feeling and how to express the feelings appropriately the struggle is then exacerbated by the hormones turning him inside out if it were not For our strong intent to put a stop to the madness we have experienced in our home these past few weeks I may not have told myself to mindfully walk through his emotions with him or co-regulate observing in detail what his reactions were to each of my words now recently in three separate incidences of an emotional Outburst. I acknowledged in that moment that he was experiencing feeling some kind of way and recommended he simply let it come. A few minutes would pass before I would cautiously ask, was there anything I could do? Avoiding asking him to let me know anything. Being present is proving to be enough. He simply needs to know I am present and available. People will demonstrate their choices and what comes next when allowed to do so. In time, survivors who struggle with self-expression or communication will demonstrate their executive function skills when internal safety is met, which makes room for empowerment to use their skills and problem solving. So set your intent to be aware. Try not to shy away from the effort to communicate for understanding, because there's always more to any situation. We only need to be willing to see it through to resolution. Thanks for listening. This is Cher, and until next time, I wish you all the success and inspiration. Sending love.